0: should really, think things got a little bit antagonistic there, we really should calm down because this is an episode that people paid for. They don't want to hear us arguing. They don't need this negative energy.
1: Maybe that's what they're here for. They they, they want to see behind the scenes. So sti- it's just so, okay,
0: like- you want to hear? Okay, then here's what's, here's. let's do some counselling. Here's what's after happening. The way, here's some behind the scenes for you. The way this podcast works is because we both record in two different, we record two different feeds from two different areas remotely. We need to sync up those audio files. And how we do that is we go to a website called time.is that shows you a very accurate time and then me and Steve agreed to clap at five second increments according to the time that's on the screen and then afterwards I'm editing, I can line up those three spikes. Now, usually what happens is I say what number we clap at. So, okay, from 20. And I think Steve's gotten a bit uh, uppity about not being a, <laughs> not being the one to decide when we should clap and he decided to take take marriage into his own hands today. And... um it completely threw me and it led to a significant delay in us starting. We're like seven seconds behind. Which is we'll never make up that time. So.
1: That, this is where we sit silently now to, to make it up. And then I actually realised that I wasn't actually on the internet so I was just telling you to clap at a non-synchronised clock time.
0: Yeah, you're not good at it is what I'm saying. Alright, look, let's it's put it behind us. The the people paid for the good shit. Hold on, I'm cracking a beer. Oh. Oh.
1: Uh the people people that are oh, listening no. who have paid for this, oh, what you are that. witnessing oh, no. is on. Richie Nolan failing to open a beer. Oh Jesus Christ. Uh, he, he cracked it open, it everywhere. fizzed everywhere, he blew his load, he tried to put it in his mouth, but it gushed out. Oh and then now it, oh, it's everywhere. Jesus.
0: It's, all it's all
1: over, all over his mum's lovely wicker chair. I just noticed you're in a wicker chair.
0: Yeah. I'm using socks to wipe up the beer. Oh, what's my life become? <laughs> Please sorry, uh, don't donate more so we can money afford for this. rags. Oh, I'm so sorry. They're paying, paying loyal listeners. You deserve better than the sounds of a 30 year old mopping up beer with his socks, and then he wrings out the socks and drinks the beer again. No, I don't do that. I didn't, do, listeners. I didn't do that. I didn't he did do that. that. He Not totally nasty. He did. That. Jesus, I, I hate that thing when a beer fizzes up and you gotta like just stick your yeah. whole mouth over the top of it, oh. and it foams out everywhere. Christ okay Uh, so so welcome
1: Uh, welcome to your third exclusive offering on the head stuff plus podcast feed is it third yeah because they're going to get the drunk episode and then they're going to get the who's the best fictional leaders and now we're getting newsy response breaking news for stuff that happened on Wednesday (laughs) it is Sunday
0: relatively speaking yeah, we're going to talk about the storming of the capital. As as I think we're, we're we're choosing to refer to it as cuz it's the most um yeah, fantasy sounding.
1: It's it's also accurate, that's what happened. It's also it's, it is it
0: is what happened. I mean, we could go further, like I I in my head I'm categorizing it as a terrorist act. Do you think it was a coup? Yeah, it's got it's got coup vibes.
1: Mm, I think, but you have to put the asterisks of shit coup onto it, as with oh, most Trump things.
0: Not a great coup, but, uh, and we'll get into it a little bit in a while, but I think a lot of people assume, like, would, would it call it a shit coup because they assume it was just like a bunch of, you know, rowdy drunkards, you know, seeing an opportunity and seizing it and storming into this building. But there was a lot of planning that went into this, which gives it more of a flavor of a coup than I think you might initially mm. realize. Um but yeah, terrorist act, coup, revolution, but not a good one. Well,
1: a signal of the end of democracy, maybe? A signal of the end of democracy, just... Trump's Trump's
0: last hurrah, which shockingly was awful. The dying fart of a dying man. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know what... Say, so you know, I don't know if this is common knowledge, but you avoid your bowels after you die or before you die or while you're dying. I think this was when that. You... <laughs> This was the voiding yeah. bowels of a dying presidency.
1: This is the Trump administration's last act, shitting itself everywhere. Yeah. So. That's our hot take. Thanks for uh, subscribing. <laughs> <laughs> no. So Richie, you did work and you 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 went off and you found out who these guys were and what was their agenda and also how it wasn't all that impromptu.
0: Yeah. Yes. This is the thing. So we've, I think we're all super familiar with, with the pictures of what, as it was happening there's a lot of live coverage and streams and and images taken that, were, that are probably going to end up getting put in history books of you know people dressed as vikings on the Senate floor <laughs> shouting and stuff
1: you're referring to the qAnon warlock
0: yes I'm <laughs> the qAnon warlock uh who
1: has been arrested
0: yeah so there's a lot of stuff of, of like the in the moment what happened uh, He's a shaman. I, I knew <laughs> i knew less about the moments leading up to it and like what the how just about just how this came about so i did a little bit of digging when i say digging i just basically went to new york times and looked at their articles and their podcasts um particularly the daily so shout out to the daily who um we've mentioned a lot before but all of this as you can imagine started uh after the election results you obviously it started way back you know when trump started all this but it just more specifically um after the election was called, Facebook groups started to a uh, Facebook group sorry, start um, p- popped up called "Stop the Steal," which you'd be familiar with now is something that was chanted um, by by these these art but Stop Yeah, the well, that's
1: people were chanting that when they were trying to get into count centers in Michigan and Wisconsin where they were actually yeah. and
0: Pennsylvania, and it became the brand then for this post election result group who. um who were made up of a combination of your usual kind of Trump MAGA people, also like QAnon, conspiracy theorists, uh, other far-right groups, they all kind of came together under this brand of Stop the Steal and this one particular Facebook group to share on this group what they saw as evidence. So lots of uh, links to videos and images that were clearly photoshopped, which I'll talk a little bit about later on, but um, using these uh, not verified Images and, and and videos as a way of building a particular narrative, a narrative that said that the election was a fraud and that Trump actually won and that their democracy was under attack. So some of these videos were things like <clears throat> they showed ballots being burned and they tried to use that to like back up their narrative. But those ballots were actually, when you look at it, they were like um, photocopied placeholdery ballots. They weren't actually real ballots at all. They weren't they weren't um, active ballots. They were just like physical props like that someone had burned and took a video of and then it was lauded as this is examples of um the the Democrats trying to steal the election away from us.
1: Yeah. I think um do you remember the Washington Post released the hour long recording of Trump talking to the Secretary of State of Georgia mm-hmm. like I think only a week before the storming happened and he was repeating all the conspiracies yeah, Everything he was naming individuals that had to be bleeped out, blaming them as like the instigators of organizing this conspiracy, mm. non existent, totally f- false, made up conspiracy, yeah, that true. people buy
0: into and believe, which, which they do. And this Stop the Steal Facebook group became like this um echo chamber. What happened was someone would put forward a piece of evidence, like a picture um, or a video and say like, hey, here's, this is, you know, this is why this is proof that the election was rigged. And then if someone in that group were to voice any sort of doubt or hesitancy or question the validity of that image, they were booted from the group. So what you end up having was this self-selecting group that was perpetuating anger and ignorance because they would kick out immediately anyone who didn't agree. And so as it went on, it got more and more concentrated. What I've written down here is Darwinism for dickheads. (laughs) <laughs> we just they just started like congealing and solidifying and concentrating the um the misinformation. Uh this group, this this um stop the steal Facebook group had hundreds of thousands of people join it. So there is a New York Times reporter, as I mentioned, who was looking at this group and reporting on this group and you know, it went just beyond journalism to kind of oh shit, this is something bigger. This is needs to be kind of stopped now. So they reported, a, but not just New York Times, but a few journalists who are, who are looking at reported to Facebook.
1: Uh, Donny, famy I- Irish Donny, he was doing it for the CNN. Oh, was he?
0: Yeah, Daniel oh. O'Sullivan? something very that's Irish. Guy, sorry, it's the guy you were mentioning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. He's,
1: oh, he's, he's he's a superstar now. He's been on the Late Late Show and everything
0: oh, since then. Rockstar. Yeah, they reported to Facebook, and Facebook said they're looking into it, and then. 48 hours later they took it down but within that 48 hours 320,000 people had joined the group so by the time they took it down they had already kind of congealed and amassed so when the group was taken away they had already kind of solidified their approach and their message and they just took that anger and that vitriol that they had built up and took it to uh, more obscure corners of the internet or far flung yeah. far right parts of the internet. Apps like I don't know if you've heard of Parler, P-A-R-L-E-R. Yeah, yeah, evil so. Twitter. Yeah, basically it's like the free, quote unquote, free speech app. So they went there um, and they kind of splintered off into a bunch of different groups. But, you know, it all started with this one Facebook group and they just continued their planning and their organizing and their sharing of misinformation on these, uh, like Gab and Parler and a few others. Parler has since been taken off of the App Store and and the Google Play Store. So not just that, but Amazon web hosting where the website existed have removed it. So it actually is dead. Jesus. Yeah, and as we said before, Amazon <laughs> Amazon Web Services responsible for a huge part of the modern internet. So, you know, in these far-flung corners of the internet, away from Facebook, uh, away from any sort of moderation, uh, all of these ideas continued to fester and grow. And the date of January 6th, um, the date that Congress were set to certify Biden's election uh, victory, it kind of became, that date kind of became their D-Day, yeah. their idea of they're our last stand for democracy. Um, they made appearances at other recounts and at other strategic times and locations that they thought they could get their message out there. But as Trump's appeals kind of fell through one by one, and all of his legal options were taken away from him one by one, January sixth became like, okay, this is this is the time we're going to amass our efforts, pull it all together, and make one big movement on January sixth. The yeah. words like revolution were bandied around on these, these apps yeah, well, quite often.
1: If I can butt in, I think, Please. I guess, like they've been concentrating on the ground up part as well. But at the same time, while all this is going on from the ground up, Trump and his dickheads have been shouting all the same bullshit, stirring everything up, solidifying, reaffirming, making them think that this is correct. Oh, this entirely false and blah, 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 blah. So like he's... When the president of the United States is reaffirming your far right conspiracy theories, it makes you feel very validated. It doesn't make you think that you're drifting yeah. off just talking to randos on the Internet. Like, I mean, yeah. here's the president. He's, he's saying
0: it's true. So how come it can't be true? We have to do something to stop it. That's exactly it. And I think the one of the key insights from this is that these people felt like they were right. They felt like they were defending their democracy their version wow. of democracy like yeah. again it's a skewed view and it's not the right view and it's based on misinformation and ignorance and hate you you know fascist thinking and stuff but to them they they were defending democracy and yeah like we like we alluded to at the start this wasn't uh they didn't just happen upon a gap in a barrier and they all just kind of floated through it they were organizing and so there was planned flights and hotels that they're all going to gather at and meeting spots and agendas all done through these apps like um, parlor and gab and stuff and, and still even, facebook to be honest as well well that's just other groups on facebook even though this main mm. one was taken yeah, or direct messaging and all that yeah so and there was even uh, like anecdotes of stuff like people saying oh you know if you're hopping on a flight you can't bring a weapon so those of us who are bringing weapons let's organize a carpool so you want to bring a gun okay well jesus christ i'll come through your town will pick you up and there was you know people sharing what trunk space they had that could fit how many guns and how many you know different weapons that kind of thing so again like I said they were organized. I think Um,
1: that was the luckiest part is that they did they chickened out on the day and they didn't take weapons into the into the into the mall they didn't take them into the center of Washington DC like five people died the place was ransacked but if they had come with the guns that you fucking know they have yeah. it could have been an awful lot worse
0: yeah and so they in all of these discussions all this planning booking hotels figuring out restaurants they were discussing how they could infiltrate the capitol building so again very clearly strategizing for this end goal that they did achieve again not just a, a happenstance thing on the time they planned for this and trump's tweets influenced the mob as well like this is something you mentioned Absolutely. earlier the, and a speech, he gave the speech that he gave just before exactly it happened. Like there was literally, the, it, and the speed at which it happened is is kind of phenomenal. Trump tweeted about Pence, about Pence needing to get in line, about, you know, things would be okay if Pence just did what he was supposed to do. And after that tweet went out, reporters who were amongst the mob said, and who were following these discussions on Parader and these other apps, said that Trump put out that tweet, almost instantly those apps were dominated with discussions of Pence And we need to get Pence in line. And then moments later, the mob was chanting, where is Pence? Where is Pence? And all of this stuff happened incredibly quickly. And so you can see how Trump's words were not just going out to America as a whole, but directly into this mob and their organisers. And what he said had a one-to-one, almost instant, instantaneous effect, compounded by him standing up at a podium saying, we're going to march down Pennsylvania Avenue and we're going to show them. He said he'd be there. He wasn't, as we all know, um, but the people who did March down Pennsylvania am, uh, uh, Avenue were chanting things like "We are Trump's army," "We are Trump's army," and then we all know kind of what happened from there. But they were knocking the American flag off different points of the Capitol
1: building and replacing it with Trump flags. Mm. Like it's, they weren't there to defend American democracy or to to defend even their country. They were there to, yeah, they were there to defend Trump and the fucking. Mm ridiculous evil fascism Uh, not evil fascism stupid fascism that he represents yeah like it's it was just awful like I I was watching it um I was doing an essay and then I had my little tablet to the side with a live stream of what was going on in the senate like just to see the dickheads give their speeches and give out and then uh all of a sudden they start cutting to the mob outside because they had started gathering right in front where they weren't supposed to be and then all of a sudden it just they never went back into the chamber you started getting live Skype videos from reporters inside saying that they're coming in, they're breaking the doors, and then all of a sudden it was rushed, and we found out later that the that the congressional leaders were whisked off to a to a secure location to a military fort nearby. But Mike mm-hmm. Pence actually refused to go. I don't know if you've seen that. He actually he, he demanded that he be allowed to hunker down and stay because he mm-hmm. didn't want to give up the building to the mob. Wow. And then he was the he was the, he was one of the people that demanded that they come back together that night and yeah. finish the um, reaffirming of the votes. Mm-hmm. But, and then I thought the thing, <laughs> because then by the time we woke up in the morning in Ireland time, it was, they they had gone back in and they were going through the process that got interrupted. I mm-hmm. thought that would mean that they, that the Republicans who backed Trump would stop um, protesting or or claiming fraud and allow the count to continue in the ceremonial box ticking exercise that it was supposed to be. But they didn't. They continued to object to a couple of states, continued mm-hmm. to, to, the farce continued to reaffirm what was going on as if nothing had happened. So, I mean, I think one of the big things that you're going to take away in terms of like the raw politics of this is that that was what we seen was a civil war for the Republican party, if anything right. else, like, I mean, granted, yes, it was glimpses of what could be called an American civil war, but definitely yeah. the Republican party has just been split in two. You've got whatever you want to call Trump's gang versus the the regular Republicans behind Mike Pence. Yeah. And I don't know where they go from this. I do it, this could be the one that ends the Republican Party, essentially. Yeah,
0: I mean, they, like because I yeah, fucking hate hope. them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> they deserve I mean, it. You, 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 looking at them now, like, where do they go from here? They've lost the White House. They've lost the, the they've, house. They've lost the Senate. They've lost more they've power. Lost their own identity as well. They've
1: lost more power than they lost since eighteen ninety two. They haven't Jesus. had as bad an election as this one as since eighteen ninety two, when they'd lost when they were riding high for a couple of decades after the Civil War. Jesus. That's how bad it is in terms of like just loss. And there are examples of these kind of big shellackings hurting political the American political party so badly that they do change and reform. Like um, mm-hmm. Oh, sexy rebrand?
0: Sexy rebrand. Love a sexy rebrand. I love a glow up. <laughs> What's that? A glow up, you know, it's like, um, it's like, you know, like it's sexy, like I'm going to change who I am, I'm going to change my identity, going to, you know, remember when I well, grew this beard?
1: If that involves um, Mitt Romney and Mike Pence taking the charge, then <laughs> I don't know, I've never known you without a beard.
0: Yeah, because you didn't, you, you didn't know me uh, pre-glow up, I had a glow oh, up right, back uh, in. You, Fuck, I've had this beard t- beard 10 years, I think. Nine years? I don't know, I don't, I don't know, I don't know you, what's I, under I, here.
1: I don't know if you have a chin, you might not have a chin.
0: Don't have a chin is part of the reason why I grew it. <laughs> um, there's a treasure map written on my chin and when the <laughs> time is right, I will you it.
1: It's like, oh, Richie, your your finances are gone. No, it's okay. Bzzzt, here, follow this map. <laughs> this is where I've hidden my pirate treasure. Yeah, I mean, America's fucked. America has so much work to do to try and get Crawl around. Back. Like, I mean... Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what's next for it. Like, I mean, they're going to have to prosecute people. I think there's the impeachment thing is happening. There's probably not much point in talking about it, but there is a good chance that Donald Trump could be impeached again. The first yeah. time as a president has ever been impeached twice. Mm-hmm. Um, it, It's unlikely that it'll happen before he leaves office, but if they manage to put through the impeachment, then that could stop him from being able to run again, which would be fucking fantastic. That would um, be great. Apart from that, I just don't know what, what the Republicans are going to do. I don't know how Biden and Harris and the administration can paper over these differences. It's almost like there's three Americas now. There's the Democrats, mm. there's the traditional Republicans, and then there's whatever you want to call Trump's people. Oh, Mike, but even
0: Mike. when the Democratic Party, like Joe Biden was the century compromising choice, there are the more progressive AOC Should, Bernie Sanders types. Under. Yeah,
1: but at the same time, they, they're not such... They're not so different that they can't even exist in the same room. They came together and they yeah, had a yeah. nominating convention and Bernie Sanders and AOC got in line and helped Brighton get over the line. Yeah, how true. can you see that happening in the Republican Party again? No, you just can't. can't. No, you can't. it won't. It won't. And
0: That's not only why that, they need to have a sexy rebrand before they can even begin.
1: Well, not only sexy rebrand, but they're going to have to figure out how to, what to do with that 25% that is cleft off. Like 20% of Americans believe in QAnon. Something like 80, 67% of Republicans believe that the election was rigged. Which is just a fabrication. It's yeah. like they'd look at different media. You you quoted loads of fantastic professional journalism from the New York Times. There is no chance that those people are ever going to look at something like the New York Times. They're going to go off and read some bullshit fucking blog by some dickhead who's just stirring up shit because he knows he can make some money from direct donations on YouTube or something like that.
0: Let's talk about that because what we're we do, yeah we have this fragmentation now where like Trump has been has lost his platform on Twitter, his his biggest platform. Um, we've seen Facebook clamping down on the likes of that. Again, Facebook have bad, like serious moderation issues, but they did access that, that group. And we've seen Apple and Google and Amazon take, take a bat to Parler and the likes. But these people have still got to go somewhere. So do they just continue to disappear to darker and darker corners of the internet where they can, again, there's not even a little bit of moderation. They just fester more and require the implications yeah. of that.
1: I don't think it matters. I think you're never going to be able to moderate it. Yeah. It's, it's a far, it's, it's... That's like moderating humanity. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's like moderating evil. You just can't moderate evil, really. Um, (laughs) I have no problem with them going off to their dark web corners and becoming ever more sinister and ever more evil, as long as the police forces are able to clamp down on them when
0: they actually do want to do something dangerous and destructive. Yeah, you say that, but Sauron was banished to Mordor and they put up those big gates and, you know, at Ressimidler it was all like, you know, it's all green and lovely here now. They're that's all, a fantastic
1: you know, it- analogy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's a very, good, got,
0: point. very good point. You got really well septic made. in there and then all the ring rates and the orcs and then you get well, Rurikai, And then What's
1: the equivalent? What is the one ring? How do you destroy this this sinister evil? I guess that's what I was saying when I don't know what America does next. Like, I think we were talking about in our brexit episodes in the in the mainstream we talked a lot about how British democracy is so old and clunky that that had to do with a lot of the problems. American mm. democracy is incredibly old and clunky as well it was it was designed for a world that has changed several times over since it was brought in and it's mm. incredibly difficult to change again that yeah. I don't think i I can't see any easy answer to
0: to how to do it how to fix it yeah, I think I'm hoping that will happen now because. Again, we've seen Trump losing relevance and losing, losing his platforms. And this was like a wake up call, I think for, even though there's been a lot of wake up calls, you could argue this the last few years. This was but very like, different.
1: This, this reminds people of actual full on fascism when you march and try and take over a building. This is it. Like exactly. you had, um, you had Iran saying that, oh wow, American democracy looks pretty bad right now. Mm. China are like, oh, look at you deplatforming people. That's not nice. Is it? Oh, censorship. Is that what you're doing? Censorship? Oh. And then also, do you remember when, um, When the Hong Kong protesters stormed the parliament there, Mm -hmm. China's like, well, you applauded that one. Why
0: aren't you applauding this
1: one, Nancy Pelosi? Yeah. So when China gets to say snarky comments to you and you don't really have a rebuttal, you know you're in a bad place. Yeah. God, I hope China never say snarky comments
0: about us. Oh, they do all the time. We
1: don't speak Chinese, so we don't know.
0: Oh, that's right. We don't know. (laughs) We don't know what those symbols mean.
1: Obviously, Richie, we are the focus of President Xi's campaigns and... We need a poo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he said it quiet enough so he couldn't hear he us on a Zoom can, meeting. He can, that he, yeah, he can, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah. Hopefully now, like we said, it's it's the it's the voiding bowels of a dying presidency, and now Biden will hopefully. He, well, he does. He he has a senate. He has a house, and he has a strong mandate to start fixing things. He's already announced like a his plans for like a multi-trillion-dollar stimulus and that'll hopefully you know I'm just saying uh, hopefully what's that going to do the, 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 the bowels are void and now we can get back to having yeah. a nice diet <laughs> well this
1: is the thing as long this could have been two, two things it's either the voiding the, the voiding of the bowels of the of an evil presidency or it could have been the voiding of the bowels of American democracy I guess yeah time, time will tell oh Whew. oh Steve or the start the it could be the wet fart of the start of it and then you're the rest a, the rest is
0: still to come you at that warning wet fart you get <laughs> Pe- people talk about a death rattle you know the last breath it's not it's it's a, the wet fart of a dying man and and there what better place is there to, to, to end uh, thank you for being a loving paid uh, member of the Head Stuff Plus Network we really appreciate it uh, if there's stuff you want to hear us talk about like you're a paying member now so if you want to have input to what we do for these bonus we episodes we have to listen to you now <laughs> we do and we have a list of your names and everything so like if you hit us up you'll like we, you're our favourite children you know people say they don't have a favourite child we do Your money can't buy you love it can it, it, and it has <laughs> and you've done it so use it use this new love that you've bought with your own hard-earned money and uh, we'll we'll you know we'll accommodate Probably. Because you paid us. This is a capitalist society. And we love you first. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, in all seriousness, yeah, if you haven't, and we'd like to talk about you know, that now. Yeah, we're, we're, so, we're going to do these at least once a month. Yeah, at least. Maybe, maybe more here and there. And uh, uh, yeah, I think that's it. That's it. Thanks, guys. No avoiding bowel for the end of this episode. Just a nice, Sorry. healthy...
1: Sorry if you live in America.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean... I live in the UK, I'm kinda of sorry. I live in the UK. <laughs> yeah. Look, they're paying but they didn't pay for for everyone's fine. Is it